thank you for coming back for another listen. I hope everyone had them a good week. I know I did. Today, I have three special guests for you guys. So, I'm going to give them the time to introduce themselves before we hop into what we're doing today. I'll go first. Hi, I'm Jamil. Hi, I'm Cameron. Hey, y'all. I'm Ashanti. Okay, so today, we will be having a hot take episode. <laughs> Each one of us has came up with one hot topic that we would like to discuss, no matter what it is, an unpopular opinion, anything like that, and we're going to run through with those. So, let's get into that. I can go first. So, my hot topic is Jason Lee. Dun, dun, dun. So, if you do not know who Jason Lee is, Jason Lee is basically a, what should I call him? A social media talk show. Like an interviewer. Yeah, interviewer. Um, he has a podcast, talk show, I guess that's what I would call it, mm-hmm. called Hollywood Unlocked, where he takes on current social media celebrities, influencers, and interviews them. So, you may know him by interviewing Krishan, Blueface, Jaden, Blueface Mama, <laughs> some other people. But recently, he was on The Breakfast Club, 105.5 with Charlamagne and them, and he called Jennifer Hudson illiterate. He called a black woman, a ECOT winning black woman, illiterate. All because she interviewed Jeannie from The Real, which is also another talk show, on a network. I can't remember which network. But she interviewed her about her divorce with Jeezy, and they just talked about that. I guess Jason Lee also wanted to interview her about it, but instead of going to him, she went to Jennifer Hudson, as she should. And, yeah, he got on The Breakfast Club and basically made fun of her, was sarcastic about, like, if you want to know something, I guess you go to Jennifer Hudson. And basically just downing a black woman, which he's been known for, in a room full of other men who have also been known for downing black women. So, that is my hot take. Any comments? Any concerns? Um, oh. I mean, I just think it's really dumb for him to call her illiterate because he didn't get the interview that he wanted. Because at the end of the day, like, if we're really looking at it, who's the illiterate one, right? Like, Mm -hmm. how Jennifer Hudson just has come up with her story and just everything that she has been through and just being the artist that she is, the woman that she is. she, She is just an amazing person overall. So it's just like, how dare you go for somebody that, has worked hard to get where they are, mm-hmm. you know, regardless, even if she didn't have an award, like, come on now, she is a black woman that has just yeah. been trying to succeed in the world, and that's what she's doing. Like, this is Effie White. Right, like, get it White. together. <laughs> come on now. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just wonder what makes him think that it's okay for him to make that comment. Mm-hmm. Is it because he feels like he is more experienced in talking to people about these things? Because if that's the case it's kind of like it was up for grabs either way because yeah. all he does is talk about mess. Yeah, she very went, messy. She went on the show to talk about something that wasn't going to be turned into mess. She was able right. to go on Jennifer Hudson's show and talk about, well, this is what's happening, but these are the other great things that are happening. This is mm-hmm. the top of my life. The mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson show gave her the opportunity to do that. Jason Lee's shows was his show was not going to give her that opportunity to do that. Yeah, so, it's like mm-hmm. he was going to go and he was going to 
be messy. He was going to ask her a bunch of messy questions, whereas, like you said, Jennifer Hudson gives her the time to be like, okay, this is my story. This is my divorce. This is where I grow from here. Yeah. This is where I go from here. This is how I've been coping with that. That's like, fine. come on now. So I guess I just wonder if the, the whole illiterate comment is like, are you really meaning to say that she has a lack of experience compared to you when talking yeah. about these things? Or either way, it, mm-hmm. it was inappropriate for him to make. Yeah. But I just wonder what standpoint he was coming from. Is this yeah. just like a random comment? Or are you hinting that you know something about her education? Right, right. Because it's, you can Google it all. So yeah. It's, so it's just interesting. I just wonder what where, where that came from. And then it's one of those like baseless comments too because it's just like she still has obtained the level of respect and fame that she has. So mm-hmm. even if she was illiterate, that doesn't stop her from being a good person. That doesn't stop her from being talented. Right. right. And her and talk he, show kills. Right. And does. Right. Yeah. You know, going off of what you all were saying, I feel like it also deems on like the idea that when it comes like to black industry, like it's just another black person doubting another black person when they both have these hosting shows that are both successful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to miss out on an opportunity one time. You know what I'm saying? Like, let the person have Wait, it. Jason Lee isn't black. Isn't he mixed? He's not black. He's, Jason, he's mixed? So Jason, I, he's I mixed? think he's mixed. Yes. Black but and white? No. So he is um, Hispanic. And mm-hmm. I believe so. His mom is white. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And his, I, I think his father was absent, but I think his father, I don't think he was black. I think he was like... Hispanic or yeah, something. That makes it even better. Black and Hispanic, because, I believe. Yeah. BIPOC communities, like, minorities right. are mm-hmm. so yeah. put down already with talk show, talk shows. Just look at, what's that guy? He's a... Which guy? It's white. Um, I couldn't even tell you. Oh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. Saturday Night Live. Okay. Yeah, cause, but when we, I feel like when we think of that, like, we don't really think of talk show, but yeah. Yeah. It's like a late night thing, but yeah. yeah. But either way, like, it just shows, like, there's no community when it comes to these type of things. And, like... Black people are always put on a different pedestal. Exactly. We always have to work harder. Yeah. So it's like she already has to work harder as not not only a black person, but a black woman. Mm -hmm. And then aside from even a black woman, a woman, period. Yeah. So it was like, she's just having to climb a steady rope. And then you, as another, (laughs) you know, BIPOC, you know, mix, whatever, is going to go and talk about this woman who is just in she's in a field mm-hmm. that you don't see a lot of us in already mm-hmm. right. you're gonna sit there and be messy right. as you are that's what you put out that's what yeah. you, that's that's who you are mm-hmm. so it's like it's in character but it's just really crazy that you would go and do something like that and then it makes it more crazy that it's just like Charlemagne and um dj envy you sat and interviewed this man and sat here and let him down this black woman that you mm-hmm. should have respect for that you have said you have respect for and laughed mm-hmm. when he called her a right. Little. And the thing is, as a black woman that has to work ten times harder to get where she is, how can she even be remotely illiterate? You yeah. know, like it, like y'all said, it's baseless. There's, there's nothing you can say. And then uh, another thing, like him not the what's his name, um, not Jason, the other dude, um, Charlemagne. Yeah, Charlemagne not like coming to bat for for her, like. It's just, it, it's really telling of the character mm-hmm. and just how they just don't care yeah. about black women. Like, that's really what it boils down to. It's another know? show that just black women have to work hard. Right. And we mm-hmm. have to climb a rope and, you know, uh-huh. we're steady pushed down. So It also is a true the case hatred. of, like, black men, well, men in general, don't mm-hmm. really understand 
the work that women have to put into things. Right. So I think that sometimes men talk about things and mm-hmm. say senseless things, not understanding like women actually we have blinders on as men. Yeah. Um, regardless of whether you think you do or don't, right. men have blinders on, and I think that sometimes men get lost in. Like, oh, wait, we maybe shouldn't let him say that because Jennifer Hudson, she's done all this work and she's the legend that she is yeah. and she's still underrated. Yeah. And, Very. you know, that's horrible to think about. And mm-hmm. I just think that they didn't think about it, you know, in that way at the mm-hmm. time. Um, but that also takes me back to, I really don't like, didn't like the comment because I honestly think that Jason Lee took that as a moment to hate on Jennifer Hudson based on stuff that's already been happening because there yeah. was a situation mm-hmm. where, you know, an, an artist came on her show and they kind of were comparing Jennifer Hudson to that artist. Oh, and it was Renee. a whole Yeah, and it was a whole mm-hmm. thing made of it. And they really discredited discredited Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. And I just feel like Jason Lee made took that made that his moment. Like I As I really an opportunity do. to add feel to I that really fire. Do. Like no, he didn't mention it, but knowing that that's been a thing going mm-hmm. around. It's been a topic. And he's I really he's messy. That he, yeah. yeah. It was it was it was strategic and it was mm-hmm. it was very Absolutely. messy. It wasn't it was very baseless, but it was very on purpose. Mm-hmm. I I think so. Yeah, yeah I can sure. see that. Absolutely. Any more comments on this hot topic? And by the way, mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson has a bachelor's degree from Langston University. Okay, period. Okay, All right. Period, Jennifer. Stephanie White. Like, come on now. I love Don't play with that girls. I'm telling you. Uh, okay. <laughs> Please, I love you, Miss Pearl. <laughs> okay, who wants to go next? Okay, so mine, so it's more general, but I'm going to use one specific person. Okay. So, Tasha K. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tasha K is. I guess you could call her a podcaster, an interviewer. Um, some of y'all might know her as um, she was the lady that got sued by Cardi B for slander. Um, that was a very big thing for quite some time. Um, and recently, she has been in the media for doing a lot of like transgender talk um, and cis woman talk. Um, mm-hmm. She's done interviews with Sydney Starr. Um, there's been some issues between her and T.S. Madison. These are mm-hmm. trans women that I'm naming. Mm-hmm. Um, and several others, right? Um, and so I have seen interviews where she'll interview trans women and they'll say something and along the conversation they'll say, well, cis woman, whatever. And she's very strong on her opinion being that's not a thing. Like, cis woman is not a thing. We're just women. Um, and that's been a, that's been a very big thing now. It actually kind of started from that. Well, I know there was some other talk about it, but she really has, like, kept the conversation going um so yeah what do y'all think about that um considering that there are a lack of emotional intelligence <laughs> and just a lack of like progressive like knowledge or like learning new things yeah. like as we go through like generation and generation and it just shows that like there's no i mean it's really just true ignorance yeah yeah but also there's like no like I was saying, like there's no progress there's no progression right there. Like they mm-hmm. are in that stuck mindset that like I am this way and this is what I was taught. Like, okay, we get it. Right. Like that's how you were grown up, but at the same time there are other people who do not live in the same experiences, perception that you yeah. live in. And like mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you hold your truth, you hold down your experiences, mm-hmm. you know, you have every right to, you know, say that that's not what you want to be called. But was that it, right? Yeah. We had a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's okay, but at the same time, it's giving 
you're not knowledgeable of what the actual term is because right. nobody's calling you any of yeah, these like right. a negative like yeah. nothing negative at, at yeah. all like the actual definition is like you're straight which yeah. by the way was a term that uh, was used prior to all of this talk right. about transgender yeah. women right. uh, that's been a term, term that's been around forever mm-hmm. um, as long as saying cis men um, and right. I haven't seen an issue from men from that. Right. so that is interesting. And, like, going along with what you said, Shanti, with, like, everybody has different things that they want to be called, and everybody has different ways that they were raised and different mm-hmm. things that they agree upon. Everybody has the same thing. So with it, for me, I feel like if that's a her thing, like, if that's what you don't want to be called, mm-hmm. then that's you. Right. right. But that shouldn't be something that you push out and make an issue for all mm-hmm. women. Like, some women may not have a problem with that right, term. Right. But you, as the woman you are, you do. And that's a you thing. Mm-hmm. But that's not an everybody thing. Yeah. I really just feel like it is an ignorance thing, though. Because yeah. I feel like the only thing it is, is it's really just, it's just a differentiation term. It's just all you're doing is saying, I'm acknowledging, you know, your womanhood. And yes, then there's right. this type of womanhood. It's an acknowledgement. It's not really meant to do anything else is just to understand where people are in society. That's it. Um, And so I just think it's very ignorant to make it seem like the term is to say that you're somehow, because this is how it's being spent, to say that cis women are like less of women because of how trans women are being pushed. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they're saying, well, just call trans women women. And then we'll say biological women are cis women. But that's how it's being spent. That's not how it's supposed to be. Right. That's not really <laughs> that's not really what the trans community is saying. Right. They're just saying if you want to say trans woman, that's fine. But the but the term cis woman has always been around. Right. So we're yeah. just using it. You you're know, just bringing it back. Yeah. yeah we're basically. just using it to say I'm a trans woman. You're a cis woman, and that's it. So mm-hmm. it just right. is ignorant to and all it is is you're just using this as a way to say that you have a certain standpoint when it's really just transphobic exactly because i was just gonna ask you that's why i was waiting until you finished so i was asked like has she ever vocalized that or shown like transphobia or has she ever said that she doesn't support that so because it's seeming like you said just a way to spin like yeah in the back of my head i know i don't support this i have a different standpoint on this and i'm transphobic but i'm going i'm not going to come out right and say hey world i'm transphobic Mm -hmm. so i'm going to use this to press my transphobic narrative. Wow. Okay, I don't follow her career that much, uh-huh. but I will say that I have seen things, especially with the whole T.S. Madison thing. Yeah. She absolutely is transphobic because she's, you know, made certain comments about, mm-hmm. I guess, like, T.S. Madison still being a man mm-hmm. or, you know, talking about her penis, things like that, uh-huh. whatever. Um, so there's definitely transphobia in that for sure, but she'll say she's not. Not transphobic. Yeah. But your actions speak right. completely different than your words. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because if you're not transphobic, you're not going to talk about these topics. Right. Yeah. Like, there's a line of respect. Care. And the fact that right. you would talk about these topics, knowing that you're going to have a following that people you have no that are going to take after your opinion, mm-hmm. you're pushing out hateful rhetoric, which automatically makes you transphobic. Yeah, absolutely. And again, that conversation was started from, I don't even know where the orig- uh-huh. original conversation came from. The cisgender thing, she had just been emphasizing on it. That's right. been that was a, a social media thing. That's been a thing for a while. So yeah. Okay. I don't know if this is really like a true hot take, but if it's your version of one, then it is. So do y'all know the Karamo show? 
Yes. Yes. You don't know the Karamo show? Yes. Hell. Enlighten me. I got some things to say about okay. this. Me too. The Karamo show is kind of like a, um, Karamo, he's more like a therapist type talk mm. show. Like he talks things out and I just, so my hot take is that his show is just, he, it, it tops everything. It tops Mari. It tops all of those shows that have like the people arguing and things like that. Like I feel like his show is so genuine and it just it brings people comfort in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And some but sometimes I do think like are they acting? Like is this really serious? Because there are some things that are that are crazy. Like you would never think that, you know, that happens. But um Karamo, he just it's just a beautiful thing to see especially him being um, a gay black man, you know, mm-hmm. and he's just exceeding in what he's doing and just giving all of these, especially these black families, you know, mm-hmm. giving them outlets and just helping them kind of progress. It's just, I just feel like it's beautiful and um, I feel like he needs more traction and it needs to be talked about more. Like, yeah, people know about him, but I feel like it just needs to be more, I don't know. See, it's not a hot take. No, it is. Yeah. I personally don't like him. Mm. Um, his method of things, just from what I've seen, I don't really tune into him much because when I watch a lot of his things, the way he, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for, um, evaluates things, mm-hmm. it's kind of unfair to me. Like I said, I don't really watch him. If I see a clip pop up on TikTok or something, I'll watch a full episode on YouTube mm-hmm. if I like the thing. But I don't know. It's just like his evaluations of, like, the situations and the questions he asks, like, they be very hit or miss to me. So, I, oh, go ahead. So, I do agree, but I just feel like that's very subjective. Like, I just feel mm-hmm. like you're always going to, now, do I think that his job is supposed to be in the middle more so of it? Just, mm-hmm. uh, like, just the mediator, I do think that's supposed to be more so his job. But anytime you're listening to people and their problems, you're always going to take a side, mm-hmm. even if you know that, that you have to present it a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's kind of the way that he helps, in a sense. Mm-hmm. He's able to say, okay, I see it from this side, I see it from that side, but let me tell y'all why this is mm-hmm. a problem. Because, and, I, and I've noticed, I've noticed that he almost always, even when he does take the parent side, he always is like, Okay, but you still understand you're the problem. Right. Like, this right. is your child. You have mm-hmm. the responsibility to do this. Mm-hmm. And every episode like that that I've seen, even if I felt like he was taking the parent's side, he mm-hmm. still was like, well, let's take a step back now. Mm-hmm. You're Absolutely. the parent. And you have a responsibility to this child to do this, that, the third. Now let's mm-hmm. get therapy. Mm-hmm. And he always offers those things. So it's kind of like, to me, I feel like there are some parts of it that's like, this isn't very useful. But then there are some things that's like, okay, this episode, he did it right. Mm-hmm. So it is a hit and miss thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I totally agree. Like, um, there are some episodes where I'm like, what are you doing? Like, come on now, get it together. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like like you said, Mel, he acknowledges everything, really. Like, there's there's a lot of things that he does acknowledge. Like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. he'll take the parent's side, which he may not, should may not, wait, he should not do, whatever, right. blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Um. But then he also acknowledges the child's pain and, mm-hmm. and kind of is like, hey, like, okay, yeah, you know, mom, you you were, went through stuff. You have trauma, X, Y, and Z. But also, this is your baby. You know, you yeah. had this child. This is your child. This is your responsibility. So you need to take care of, you know, emotionally, physically, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, 
I mean, I guess because when I'm been, when I've been watching the segments, like I've I've watched almost all of season mm-hmm. one, and I see all sides, and I there are certain instances where I'm like, okay, now nah, you're wrong, but he he takes and he has taken accountability for certain things. Like if he 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 realizes like he was wrong for something, like there's been an episode where he's taken accountability. Like mm-hmm. hey. I shouldn't have said this X, Y, and Z. I don't Z. watch him consecutively. Right, so. I do, right? So, yeah. like, it's there's certain instances where he acknowledges his wrongdoings, right? Mm-hmm. And I really just love the show because of the therapy aspect. Like, yeah, I do feel like it's exaggerated. And, yeah, I feel like it's just too much going on sometimes. <clears throat> but I feel like the traction that it can get and it's just opening, I feel like it opens conversations to a lot of different people and just kind of just opening your eyes like when I go on TikTok or YouTube and just see all the comments and things like that people are having these conversations and talking about trauma and just all of this and it's just opening up this can of worms that needed to be opened up and just talked about especially within the black community and with misogyny and and all of these different topics like I just feel like his show can become even more just something that turns society around in, in a sense. I think it could be bigger if he, well, not even about being bigger, just more helpful to the black community. Mm-hmm. If he, he needs to expand on certain things a little more. He needs to mm-hmm. do a little more, I don't know, maybe research on yeah. certain things. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. get more of a team, a psychological team. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion or not, but for me, I personally feel like, especially within the black community, I don't like seeing therapy on TV. Um, I feel like we get exploited um, even by, even when you talk about Iyamba, I feel like everybody was Iyamba down, and there were just some things that I disagreed with. Mm-hmm. And would I have disagreed with them if they weren't on, on TV? Maybe that would have made the difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there are just some things that shouldn't be on television. Yeah. Especially when you know that no matter how you said it, whether it be the audience, the people you're banging on, you yourself, it's gonna, something's gonna be exaggerated for the yeah. camera. Mm-hmm. And do you really want somebody to come to your show for therapy only to get more trauma because they're on national television yeah. doing these things and talking about these things? So to me, that's a great area for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to... He's going to have to put that's more work in point. it. I can see that. You've never seen Ashanti? Have you ever seen Ayama? Or Iyama? I'm not really big on the names, but, like, I need, like, faces. She's Let like, me pull it up there. It's a gray area for me, too, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I do like how therapy is being, especially for the black community, because mm-hmm. we, some of us believe that, you know, we're not traumatized or, you know, we don't experience microaggressions in life. Like, we just think that life is life. Mm-hmm. And I do like how they're creating a platform to recognize that mental health is a really big thing and it's not something to just, you know, to let go or to ignore. Mm-hmm. And I also do, I like, I like, because there's some, I haven't seen all the episodes, but I do like how she doesn't glamorize being loud. Like, she's very calm. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some therapists out there that kind of go along with the mood of their clients. And I don't really like that. You know, the fact that she stays calm and, you know, I know that, you know, Mel, you said that sometimes she could end up picking sides. But there's some episodes where I see that um, kind of giving that client the ability to see, like, hey, like, 
I do see your side, but the same, like, you know, like you were mm-hmm. saying, you know, she picks up where the problem is. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what I like the most is that, you know, there's always going to be two sides to a story. You know, each person plays a bad mm-hmm. role in a lot of situations. And I feel like that's something that I do really like about her that she brings to, um, to realization mm-hmm. is that like, okay, you know, we all fall short in some part of like, you know, in life. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why this problem has gotten so big. But at the same time, you know, like Mel was saying, being a black therapist, being on live TV, you know, there's that misconception that that is a general thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't like because mm-hmm. it's not general on whatever experiences that she's like, you know, hearing and trying to go through there's other people out there looking at that same situation who are going into the field of psychology or going into field of like counseling that they mm-hmm. look at her as a person to um, kind of basically looking at her methods and seeing how she yeah. goes and applying yeah. it to yeah. their therapies. And that's just not it. And that's, not yeah. yeah. And that's what I, yeah. That's so funny that y'all say that because my mindset, like I'm just looking at it in a, such a different light. Like I'm not looking at it as like, other people are trying to imitate anybody i just kind of see it as people are getting help and Mm -hmm, regardless if it's like you know a little exaggerated things like that like these are things like one girl she talked about um assaults and you know all of these different things and um you know kawamo had some really good advice and even i took in some advice Mm -hmm. that he had you know because some of it applied to me so i think um yeah i'm looking at it because you know psychology major you inherently look at certain things um but for me it was more of a personal thing and just Mm -hmm. like an emotional thing where it's like okay you're giving all this advice and i'm taking it also Mm -hmm. so that's just that's where i'm looking at it so it's helping Mm -hmm. you too right it's helping me and i think that's like kind of the difference because some people would probably want help right and that that's just what it is but for me i was I wasn't really in that psych psychology mode. I was in the mode where, oh my gosh, like he has some good insight, and this is this is a person that is giving great advice and helping these people. Like so, that's I think that's where like my disconnect is. But I mm-hmm. see what y'all are saying about, mm-hmm. about it being exploited and and things like that. But I also think like conversations are being held because I, I had a couple conversations with my my mom and my parent just about the Karamo show and about certain things that he has been saying mm-hmm. and it may not be like that for all cases because not all black parents want to talk about stuff like that but I think like for certain people like it, it brings up conversations and they're like mm-hmm. hey did you see this today you know and that's that's the the light I'm looking at it in right no yeah, yeah. Um, well also well also I'll say these people that have these shows which is why the opinion that I had on it was because we're not just looking at Karamo or Yango, we're looking at the production team. We're looking at mm-hmm. the channel that it's on. We're looking mm-hmm. at all the factors that go into television. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying, that I think that that, that is what plays a factor. Okay. That's actually why Yango stopped her show, because it was playing a huge factor. It was emotionally taxing on her. That's mm-hmm. not, she never really wanted to do that. You can find plenty of interviews on her talking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for me, the production side of, of what makes television television, mm-hmm. yeah. it is really stopping the therapeutic process okay. that people like Karamo and Iyala are trying to put on. 
Yeah. Um, I see that. So for okay. me, that's the issue, to be clear. Okay. But with Iyanla, I just feel like, again, every that's why I said everything is not meant to be on TV. Yeah. I just feel like there are some things that mm-hmm. she had methods that just were like, okay, I don't. I don't know that they should have been on TV. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, that's like, like yeah, she did some stuff. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, yeah. and I quote like not quote, but I talk about this one scene from the show every single time mm-hmm. I bring up Iyanla or like she's brought up and talking about methods that just don't. I don't know if this was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so beneficial when y'all looked at it, but when I looked at it and she had them people screaming into that hole that they that they dug into that dirt, I was like, because even yes. when you. Talk about, um, even when we talk about, oh, people are gonna mock. I wish my therapist would have me screaming in the ground. I wish my therapist would be like, digging a hole. Today, we're gonna have an outside session. See, the thing is, like, Like, I I don't, when I was just talking, I was talking about Karamo. I, I, when I watch Iyala, like, I, Iyala, Iyala, whatever her name is, Iyala, Iyala, when I watched her, like, I only really saw, like, the, scenes where they were just in the house or whatever like I only saw snippets I didn't really like watch her extensively like when y'all say that talking about those type of methods yeah that's something personal and I just feel like yeah talking is one thing but y'all you have them doing methods and stuff that's no yeah go ahead I was just gonna say because she has them like stay she has a house Mm -hmm. and they stay there so it's not like just Um, a one day therapy session it's like they're there they're there for certain amounts of time I don't know if it's the same time Every time, or if it's different, depending mm-hmm. on the extensive methods and situations. But yeah, they're there, there for a while, and like she'll have them, she'll have different methods throughout the day that they do. She'll talk to some of them individually. They'll come together, things like that. But some of her methods, I'd be like, okay, this, you know, you can imitate this, like in mm-hmm. your family, certain things. Um, but other things, I'd just be like, I'm not digging a hole and screaming outside. A big yeah. thing for mm-hmm. me was when she, um, again, this is a production issue. When she brought on that girl that got, um, she was abducted. She was, Ooh, she brought on that girl. And she was cussing her out and yelling at her was, face. And she was irate and doing all these things. Yeah. And she had, she was on this television show with Iyanla not too long after finding her family. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And let's be real. I know Iyanla is an educated, experienced woman. She did not know how to handle that girl on her family. No, she did not. And that's now on national television. You can look up a clip now on any and platform. She was and you like, could see. she was going. So that's where the exploitation comes in now. And that's not Iyanla's fault. That's a production issue. Yeah. And so these things, these things are not meant for us to be plastered on television. And this is something that we're going to do as black people that are going to have these shows. There needs to be so much thought that goes into the production of it. Because they spent that like... If they really spent it, like Iyala didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. And this is an educated woman that has years of, of practice. And it's not just about education. It's also about the fact that she's a spiritualist. So yeah. she does a lot of work through God and through through religion and things like that. And we're putting that on TV. But mm-hmm. now you're spinning it. And it's made to seem that she doesn't know what she's doing. Because this girl done lost her mind. Because she didn't find her family after 18 years. Yeah. That's a, that's that. That'd have turned a click on. Like, that would. Like, that was her most popular just, episode. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, see, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you got this girl on here that just found out that her mama wasn't her mama after 18 years. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get her to talk? She don't want to talk? That's crazy. She don't want to talk? That's, that's about to like, cut that's, you out. That's a true thing. And then, like, thing. And they be in the comments like, 
dogging that little girl, like, yeah. dogging her. Like, she's so disrespectful. That's not how you talk to your elders. That's not how you do this. And it's just like, she has cameras in her face right. in situations where she's supposed to be talking about the most traumatic thing that will probably ever happen into her happen in her life. But you see how I'm saying we're talking about people that's looking at a therapeutic show and we're talking about how people learn something from it, but the people looking at a therapeutic show and still don't understand therapy. So it just is like, I just, is it really that beneficial? I mean, like, I feel like it can be, but in that, I honestly feel like Karamo is probably more beneficial than Yana's yeah. show. And I like Yana, but some of those tactics that I they were putting on, the, on that TV and then spinning certain things, I did not like it. And I think that Karamo, it's, Maybe he took some things and learned. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he studied. But his show, I think, is better. And if there's a little more research, he needs mm-hmm. a psychological team. I think that that's. I think that that has a really good um, future. Yeah, yeah, I think when it yeah. comes to Inyanga, like this. her show, that's too expensive. I I didn't know it was all that. Yeah. I was just talking about the talking portion. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that you she had them doing the things. I didn't know that. He's talking about people getting abducted and all that stuff. I had mm-hmm. no idea. So when it comes to that, I totally agree. Like, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Don't be having stuff like that on TV. Like, that's really right. like she's vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, no. But when it comes to just talking about, like, just minor issues, I feel like that's okay. So the Iyanla show, like, it should have gotten canceled. I'm and glad it is did. Is it, like, Iyanla more tuned to, like, having celebrities? Or no. celebrity no. families on her show? No. no. So, no. that was actually her big thing. I actually like so the I, I know a lot about this. I know Tamar was on there. I think yeah. another celebrity family was on these there. These were, all of these people were reaching out to her and her team. Okay. She wanted to take on everyday people that were writing out to the show, oh. writing out to her personally. The Braxton family reached out to Iyanla. That, I know that was said. Um, I know she did a segment on black girls of different shades to talk about colorism, things mm-hmm. like that. That was a production thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that she's focusing on these celebrities. It's the production it's, aspect, the TV aspect. It's that, and it's also the fact that some of these celebrities are like, ooh, that's a black therapist on TV. Mm-hmm. Our family can go to her, and they mm-hmm. know they can get on because they're celebrities. Okay. Any more questions, concerns, comments with this one? All right. Shanti, you're up. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I don't really know how to put the question, but I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to go off of just like, so we all know, you know, Blueface and Krishan, mm-hmm. but specifically how that situation goes. So, like, their situation, but looking at how a whole bunch of other artists experience those relationship problems and just like a lot of tech stuff that's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But my overall thing is, how social media and the content on social media creates kind of that backhanded, you know, emotional distress on us as consumers or us as people viewing it. So, so is it how are toxic toxicity in relationships and bad relationships that we see on the internet with influencers or people, mainly Krishan and Blueface, that's who it is right now. Mm-hmm. How is that? affecting us as like in our relationships mm, like, just us as viewers just people. us as people yeah. in general yeah so like when we get on social media mm-hmm. we see all this toxic this mm-hmm. negativity constantly <laughs> but how do you think that kind of goes with how we go about our days after we see that because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of like in the comments you will see 
people saying like oh like i have unfollowed all these people because it was really having a mental strain on me like seeing mm -hmm. this shit like every five seconds mm -hmm. you know yeah. when usually their feed is full of positivity but since all these you know vlogs and like you know um shade room you know they're constantly having this thing about them and the shade the, room in itself can yeah, be a topic. yeah like, but yeah like on my take on it is that like it kind of worries me like just seeing how the generation goes with social media and stuff because mm -hmm. you know we are exposed to so much things you know mm -hmm. we're exposed to death about what every time we open up our phones we see mm -hmm. someone dying or mm -hmm. we see someone who has died like that has created such a mental strain on the whole entire everyone's generation and i feel like that's something that's not talked about but yeah yeah i think it's a, a desensitized like you're, you're desensitized to certain things mm -hmm. um especially with like gun violence and stuff like that but that's a whole nother topic but as far as like the relationships that people uphold and stuff like that i personally like i have made it my like i don't know what the word is but i don't follow blue face christian mm -hmm. i don't follow the shade room like i you're purposeful right yeah. i i made i did that on purpose because i just it brings a lot like you said it brings a lot of negativity mm -hmm. and it's not like it necessarily mm -hmm. affects me emotionally but it's just it's sad to see because it's like y'all are experiencing true abuse and y'all are mm -hmm. perpetuating it and continuing it for likes and follows and yeah. money like it's it's disgusting and see. it's right and it's just like you're getting abused like yeah. you're you're getting physically and emotionally abused and you just letting this this stuff happen on camera it's just like how much are you gonna do like how much when is it gonna take like i mean what is it gonna take for you to realize like okay i'm doing too much and i need to sit down because my life the money is not worth it right it's not it's not worth your life like okay yeah she kind of kind of turned around like but still she's still coming back and continuing mm -hmm. to just perpetuate this this idea that it's okay like i feel like she's just making it seem like okay it's okay you know mm -hmm. for me personally um it doesn't it doesn't affect me emotionally right. i feel like it affects everybody but i feel like it depends on the person of how you let it affect you mm -hmm. for me for example it doesn't affect me emotionally but it affects how i worry about it's a worry thing. Mm -hmm. I worry about the future generations that are seeing this, like our current middle schoolers, our mm -hmm. current high schoolers, because they're acceptable and they have access to all these phones and social media and they have access to so much more. It's like the younger they get, the more access they have to mm -hmm. these things. So you're seeing it younger, your brain's still developing, you're getting all of this in. So I just worry about how seeing like this toxicity, this abuse, this hatred, this this um presentation of like this imitation of the black community relationships mm -hmm. i'm just worried about how that is affecting them and how they're perceiving it and if they're like ooh like if they're not understanding that this is actually bad but like ooh they're staying in it they're getting money you know i idolize this i want to do this i'm i'm, I'm going to imitate this like if i'm getting money it doesn't matter like i worry about mm -hmm. certain things of how the younger kids who are continuously to come up and have this access to things are are viewing what they're putting out. Right. Because me personally, I don't follow the shade room anymore. Yeah. Um, like I said, the shade room could be a whole topic within itself, but I don't follow them anymore. You know, I don't follow Krishan anymore. I don't follow Blueface. Like, but 
following them or not, you still see it. Absolutely. It's still everywhere. Like Absolutely. it's gonna be everywhere. They got a whole TV show. Yeah. So it's like it's still there. So when I see it, it just like Karen said, it just makes me sad personally. Like it makes me worry for future kids, but it also just makes me sad. Like this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like and it and it makes me also like I kind of want to like if I could just like shrink and jump into their brains no, as humans, real. I would because like, I just want to know like what are you doing? What like is it like you know just. I'm smart up here. I just want the money. Right. Like, is it that? Or is it really like, you know... You're going through something. It's really... Yeah. You're really going through something. Or like, you know, you've had these past traumas and you're letting them affect, you know, what you do now. Because mm-hmm. I don't think none of them are dumb. Like, I think I don't think any of them are dumb. I think that all of them are very in tune to what they're doing. I just like, why are you doing this? Right. Cause you said how the toxic relationship affects us as a person. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't really think it affects me. Like kind of like what Naya was saying. I just more so feel like, dang, like why is this on the internet? Yeah. Like why? And it kind of is similar to what you were saying about like the younger generation. But mm-hmm. honestly, it concerns me with hours and young. Yeah. It's not just the younger generation. Yeah. It's hours and younger because I really do feel like people are first of all, I'm taking it as an education thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm taking it as like a lot of us feel like we don't need to get education because of social media. Absolutely. And when you look at people like Krishan and Blueface and even let's Zeus, because a lot of a lot of us yes. know, you know, Krishan on Zeus or whatever. You look at these things and you be like, if I could just audition and be a baddie, yeah, if I could just right. get get one record like Blueface, mm-hmm. it don't even matter. And it just is like, this is crazy because we're not even understanding how, I don't think these individuals were the way that they are until they got what they got. Mm-hmm. And what they have is going to destroy them. So I hope, <laughs> you know, I hope that people yeah. see it that way, but mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, I just don't want people imitating what they're seeing mm-hmm. because this is ridiculous it's yeah. disgusting yeah um even his mother like this is yeah. crazy yeah. This is absolutely <laughs> the things she oh, has said yeah. going back going back to the oh. beginning jason lee being messy mm-hmm. the things that she has even said on his show is just like girl this is your son right like are you serious <laughs> at your old age come on now you gotta know better than this mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like if you acting like that i just look at your son like well and then it's yeah. cra- and then it's also crazy because you see the videos and then you see a divide of opinions and comments and that creates a whole another thing in itself mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the the hot topics or whatever that are coming up is because mm-hmm. of situations that start that way yeah. with the Krishan and the blue face and the jason lee and whatever and then people end up blowing it up and ends up becoming yeah, a big conversation so my thing is and this is my other thing as well why do you think that you can't be as successful and and, and have the money by putting out positive things positive. like why is this why is this all you care about and i just don't i don't get it i don't understand it's i feel like it's easier it's it's like to them it's kind of like it's an easier thing like you're not going to continue to do stuff like this if you're not seeing attraction from it mm-hmm. they're seeing that you're tu- you're tuning into zeus every friday to watch baddies mm-hmm. you're tuning into zeus every friday to watch krishan and blue face oh sunday i don't watch them me neither. Zeus, i don't like zeus it's an exploitation i don't yep. agree with it i'm not yeah. paying yep. to watch my community sit there and argue yeah. with each other and fight and be messy like i'm not yeah. paying y'all 
however much to watch that. That's like but it's like, we, we have people who are paying to do that, who are sitting here and feeding into everything on the shade room, following everybody, looking mm-hmm. up when all the messy stuff come on. So it's like, if I see, if they're seeing that the messiness is what's getting them the, the, the following and the traction and the likeness and the money, yeah, I'm going to keep doing it. I just feel mm-hmm. like, while that may be true, I just feel like one day, in the it's gonna be a long time coming. For mm-hmm. Shana's gonna wake up and have a black China situation, and mm-hmm. she's she's gonna you know what I mean. Y'all mm-hmm. know what I mean by that. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, all the fame and the money it all gets caught up, and you know I just think it's sad because Krishan, you know, she comes from I'm not gonna say a religious background, but mm-hmm. at some point she developed some type of relationship with God or whatever. Yes. And I just think it's sad because. When you build those type of relationships with God and, and stuff like that, God is looking at you like we have a relationship, so I'm gonna look out for you. But you doing all this dumb stuff, and I'm gonna get you later. Like it's gonna like it's gonna catch up. It's just like the the Black China situation. Like I just feel like it's going to Blueface. I feel like he's always gonna be Blueface. Like I just yeah. feel like he out here in the world ain't mm-hmm. nothing. He, he's not spiritually connected to nothing. But I can see the spiritual connection with Krishan and and God and how she. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can see that. And so, but part of being spiritually spiritually connected is God is going to teach you a lesson at the end of the day. Absolutely. It is. So, Always. I just hope that she learns that soon before she really falls out on her face with having a child. Mm-hmm. With having a child. Um, I don't really care too much about Blueface. He going to get what's coming to him at some point. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, though. I mean, his mama, like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I feel like she just perpetuates things. Like, girl, why are you talking about... Her, she said her husband's genitals were bigger than her, her yes, son's. Like, who are you? Why would you say that? She she broke. She her son. He ain't don't pay for nothing. He ain't paying no bills. Please. She see an opportunity and she's taking it. It's the same it thing when I was saying. It's the same like, thing. Yeah. She ain't got nothing. A small house, been on drugs. Bye. It's the same situation. Did y'all see? All these no. Kids. Did y'all see when she was she went live on Instagram? Outside, because she ain't seen, she hadn't seen, um, Krishan, her grand, her grandbaby. Yeah, yeah. She went Outside online. The damn gate. You, you, <laughs> I really want to see my grandson. I have mm-hmm. love for my grandson. It's just my grandson. Back to what we were saying, like, everything don't need to be out there. Everything does not need to be on mm-hmm. social media. If it was genuine, it wouldn't be there. I want to mm-hmm. see my grandbaby. I haven't seen my grandbaby. I've been calling her, texting her. I'm going to sit outside her house, crisscross applesauce on the mm-hmm. sidewalk, on live with y'all until she, Krishan, bring my grandbaby out. I feel like she spoke the language Krishan speaks at the end of the day. Like, I just feel like, you know, even though normally I would say the same thing, but mm-hmm. she just spoke the same language Krishan speaks. Krishan is an internet girl. She goes yeah. live all the time. Yeah. She, only she do be live all the time. I mean, that's just what she does. So, any more questions, comments, or concerns on that hot topic? Nope. No, I don't have anything. All right, then that would be all for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us give our takes on the amazing topics that my friends brought out today. I'm so thankful for you guys, so thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, see you guys next Sunday. I hope everybody has a great week. If you do not have a great week, we will reflect on what you can do to make that week better. If you have had a great week, keep it up. Bye. Bye.